All right, good morning. What's up, Game Changers? David Villa here. I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday morning. It is, uh, I'll tell you what, I feel good today. It's going to be a great day. I hope you feel that as well. Um, you know, the Bible says in Psalms, right, 118, it says, This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. We usually stop there, though. The next verse, I really love it. When you, gotta, when you read the Bible, you have to read it, right? I mean, Psalms 118, I think it's verse 24, the one I just read. You know, we, we say that in church, all denominations across the board, in all church hymnals, you know, or church bulletins, you open it up, and that's the scripture, right? You know, it says, uh, it, it says, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. But then it goes on to say this, and I think that we can apply this to our work life as well, right? Of course, this is the day the Lord has made. Uh, I will rejoice and be glad in it. But the next verse says, save us, Lord, and send success and prosperity. And, you know, I just declare that over your Wednesday today. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the word rooted. And, uh, you know, if you're just uh, wondering what we're doing here in the Game Changer group, you've been seeing these lives pop up every morning, um, Monday through Friday, 830 uh, for 30 minutes, we're going to do our podcast and uh, it's Game Changer podcast, but we've kind of added a little uh, caveat to it. It's daily Devo. So you're going to get um, to spend the morning with me and likewise, I'll spend it with you. And we're going to go over just a just a short devotion, just kind of spend some time together. My morning, that's what I do. And I, I hope that, you know, we can do this together. I really feel like the setting this foundation for your day will help you. Right. So let's talk about rooted a little bit. And there's a lot. We're not going to get through it all. We may even do tomorrow's kind of as an extension. I don't know. I'm kind of going with the Holy Spirit, which is the way you should go, right? Um, but looking at rooted, and it's a really good word for right now because if you know you come into the end of a year that was challenging, you come into the end of a year that you know we we all know you know that has been extremely difficult in in many many ways. Whether you know if you've you've grown and succeeded and even. Uh, done well in this time frame, it's still challenging. It's still different. It's still frustrating in many ways. And that's what happens when change comes. But rooted is really probably a, a more appropriate word today when it comes to our faith than ever before, because you know, you're coming to the end of a year. And even if it's not quote a year, if this rolls into 2021 a little bit, it's you're coming to an end of a season. You've, you're, you've come, you've come through and made it through some storms. And I got great news for you. Even you go, well, Dave, I'm unemployed. You know, I lost my job. It's easy for you to say, but you know, you're, you have a business there and it didn't seem like that affected you in that respect. You're right. It didn't, you know, I, I'm, I have a job. I'm unemployed. Or, hey, Dave, you know what? My, my, my kids, you know, uh, you know, we lost our home. Or, you know, I, my marriage broke up because of this situation. Or whatever it is, you know, I'm financially, you know, hurt right now. Um, you know, without diminishing that at all, I will tell you that it didn't take you out. And that's the thing I just want to make sure that you understand. And I need to understand, right? We came out of the season of Thanksgiving. We need to be thankful that it didn't take us out right? It didn't take us out. You're still standing. You're still here. And that is because of your root system. And I want to just make sure that we understand that going forward. You didn't even know it, but you had a strong root system. And, you know, the word root, I'm going to read a couple of things here. Got some papers in front of me. Root means to establish deeply or firmly, to be very strong and firmly fixed. You know, I'm reminded immediately of the scripture, the parable of the the seed, a sower uh, in Matthew, 
and um, you know talks about some so on stony ground, some so on shallow ground, some so on uh, you know grounds with uh, you know that with thorns and, and and thistles and what have you, and then some so on good ground. And you know I I want to point out that the ground you sow on is important, but the word of God has been planted into your life if you're still standing in such a way where the root system has taken hold. And, you know, some, somebody that, that has been a Christian for 35 years versus maybe somebody that's just gotten saved in the last year or so, the root system is deeper for the person that's been saved 35 years. However, the root system of Christianity, the root system of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, is, it's different. It's powerful. You know what I mean? What you're you're you've been saved a year and you didn't even know it. You thought you were a baby Christian, but God put roots of His Word in your life, and it's His grace is sufficient. And uh, the Word of God, it all plays together. Because look, even though we've all gone through this season together, we've all been in the same world. The Bible declares that He won't let you go through more than you can handle, but your root system can handle it. And it means to establish deeply or firmly, to be very strong and firmly fixed. So to be rooted in faith is to remain firm against any opposition that tries to move you, to be strong in times of weakness. And really, that's, that's what the Word of God talks about, right? His Word says that we are made strong in Him, right? Our weakness is made strong in Him. So the way we are to re, uh, remain firm against opposition or be strong in time of weakness, it's not like, hey, you know what? I am all of that. I have this all together because I don't and neither do you. I don't care who you are. You know, I don't care if you're a minister. I don't care what it is you do. I mean, the reality is this. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that's just a fact. And, you know, um, it's been in the times when I, I don't do this anymore. Um, but it's been in the times when I've tried to point out the log in someone else's eye that I, or the, the, the stick in someone else's eye, as the Word of God said. It's when the log in my eye, you know, became so unbearable that I couldn't deal with it anymore. And um, so I think that, you know, uh, our weakness needs to be celebrated because our weakness is his strength. So it means to be confident, right, despite being afraid. So here's, here's one thing I want to kind of let you off the hook, right? And I believe this with all my heart. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't say it's okay to let fear rule you. The Bible actually goes in and says in Timothy, he's not giving you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But that's, not, that's different than being afraid. That's different than being afraid. Here's why. Because if, if you weren't, if you, if his disciples or people that are closest to him were never afraid, then Jesus wouldn't have used the phrase fear not more than any other phrase virtually in the word. When he spoke, he started multiple sentences out with fear not. Fear not, I'm with you. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. And here's the thing. You know, if, if so fear is a real deal, but being afraid is okay. You ever, you know, do you chastise your children when they're small, right? When they run up to you, right? In the dark or there's a storm, you know, and they run up to you and when it thunders or lightnings and they grab you by the legs, right? I mean, no, you, you pick them up and you hold them. And you know what? Here's the thing. Even if your child's an adult, my children, my youngest is now just turned 20. My oldest is going to be 27 and my son in the middle is 25. And so even if you have children that are adults, do you realize that they still can be afraid. And if they come to you, right, as a parent, even though they may be out of your home or an adult and they say, hey, I'm afraid, I'm, I'm afraid of this, you know, you, know, it, you don't, you don't chastise them. So, so, to, so here's the thing, you know, to, to be afraid is okay, right? But it's, it's, it's not letting fear rule me. And so, so to be confident despite being afraid, 
So don't 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 let the enemy condemn you. By the way, if if, if you're getting that condemnation voice, that's not God. God doesn't condemn. So we're going to talk about rooted really quick. I want to I want to move along, but you know, um, rooted. I, I'm thinking that you know you can't help but obviously think of trees. <clears throat> you know, you can't help when you think of rooted. You think of trees and. You know, let's look at the palm tree for a second. In, in uh, Psalms, the, there's a scripture that I'll use here, and I don't have it in front of me, um, but it just came to my mind. But it's in Psalms. I believe it's in Psalms or in the 90th chapter, I think. But it says that we'll grow like the, the righteous will flourish like the palm trees and grow like the cedars of Lebanon. So they'll, they'll flourish like the palm tree, and they'll grow like the cedars <clears throat> of Lebanon. Let's look at that for a second. What, what about the palm tree, you know? You've, you've heard people talk about palm trees, you know, resilience and its ability to bend, to conform to the ways of the wind. And the palm tree, you know, um, they, 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 they grow naturally. People try to take palm trees and put them into unnatural situations because of their beauty and they, and they die. They don't make it under, um, you know, certain, uh, cer- certain you know, uh, situations. But the palm tree is resilient. So it's, it's naturally grown in, in places where it's windy, where the weather, you know, like Florida, for instance, where we have hurricanes and we have tropical storms and we have weather and, you know, and also heat. And, but one thing about the palm tree is the resilience. It's able to bend. It bends, but it doesn't what? Break. doesn't break. Did you find out where that scripture is by chance? Psalm 92, 12. 92. Okay. So Psalms 92, 12. It says, uh, what, can you read it? The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. You are spot on. By, on, the, on the scripture, but not the not the chapter. You you were off Psalms by the reference 90. ever so slightly, but you were spot on. on but the you quote. would have went to Psalms ninety, and then you know what? Trying to read, and maybe you would have read a couple of chapters. <laughs> I did. I did the smart thing. I just said Psalm ninety palm tree, and I can't. It came up. I got it. There you go. So you you will flourish like the palm tree and grow like the cedars of Lebanon. So the palm tree is resilient. What about the cedars of Lebanon? You know, it's, they're in the Bible a lot, and you're like, what what about these cedars of Lebanon? You know, what about Lebanon cedars? You know what I mean? Like you, you could say California palms, Florida palms, right? Uh, the Caribbean palms. And you're saying the cedars of Lebanon. So, you know, I did a little studying on that a while back. And uh, <clears throat> the cedar trees of Lebanon, you know, what's cool about them is they would plant them in rows. So when they planted them, they plant them close together, but in rows. And when they grew, that didn't mean anything at first. But when they grew up, you know, here's what happened. Those trees would begin to intertwine with one another. So those trees, as they grew up, they begin to intertwine. So one of the things that, um, you know, was always known by the natives of that, uh, that land, they would use those to them to their advantage, meaning they could go through those trees and navigate, and they knew the enemy couldn't make it really easily through those trees because those trees were so intertwined. Doesn't that sound like God, right? That you and I in the world, experience 2020 together we all experience this uncertainty but while the world experienced the uncertainty in an uncertain way we experienced uncertainty with a certain god meaning that the god set it up on home turf you know with the the, the, the cedar trees like the cedars of lebanon they grow together so his we've come together we've been blessed to be able to come together with other people of god and, and we've been able to, you know, intertwine. And, and you know what? The enemy can't make it and navigate through that. He wasn't expecting that. Another thing about the cedar trees, <clears throat> talking about rooted, is uh, the cedar tree will, will, will go, uh, send its uh, tap root. It has a couple of roots that are key roots. Um, one is the tap, T-A-P, root. It'll send its tap root into the ground, right? And it'll find a source of water. 
you know, every, every tree, right? If you, 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 if you build your home, if you build a home out in the country or a rural area, what do you do? You got to dig a well, well, right back in the old days. Now, of course, you know, have a company come and do it. You're not digging it yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're not dropping a bucket down up in that sucker. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, you gotta pump. You don't walk around with a stick looking for water, hoping that you found the right spot. Right, right. <laughs> I got water. What's you don't that do that. Called? What's that called? Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I remember my that's called. That's called old school. My grandfather <laughs> lived. Witchcraft. My grandfather lived on ten acres of land, and he had a stick that he stuck on the side of his house. <laughs> and depending on which way it was bending, either up or down, he knew it was going to rain or not. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How does that make any sense? Wow. I think if he could build that into a product. I was thinking of that one. That's like. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you're about. talking about. You're talking about like cartoons. You know, like cartoons. They did it. I'm not. I yeah. Promise. It was a. It, well, it was. It, it was prevalent in cartoons, but he. Yeah. It was actually. It was like a. It was a larger stick. It had two ends on one oh, side. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like a fork. It. and it was. And yeah, you could literally. Up. You could. It like, was called a rain something. I think it was called a rain. <clears throat> maybe rain. Ezra's gonna, gonna find this now. He's on a mission. Well, here's so here's the thing. You 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 build a house while you're looking at you build a house right. You got it. Go ahead. What is it? It's called a dowsing rod. A dowser. You know what? I was it was on the tip of my tongue. Me too. Rain stick. Dowsing rod. Dowser rod or something like that. Well, hey, good good job. Now you guys are learning some things, right? You guys are Johnny on the spot, man. With their put us on NPR. NPR. Put us on NPR. (laughs) (laughs) So, so let's so let's say we don't have a dowsing rod, right? We don't have we don't know that it's going to rain. We don't know how to find water that way. We have to dig a well. And if you're in the city, you know, you they build these subdivisions. They build these apartment complexes. Obviously, tapped into the main mainframe water stream and so the deal is you need water and uh so cedar trees have a tap root and when a cedar tree planted itself or you plant a cedar tree the roots would grow in the ground the tap root would go into the ground check this out this is pretty cool it would go and it would go as deep as it needed to to find a source of water so i mean here's the way i look at that Christians, I mean, keep in mind, okay, Psalms 92, Mike just read it, right? You're flourish like the palm tree, meaning they grow tall in the air and they're flexible. The wind comes, it bends them, but they don't break, right? They're beautiful to look at. They're, the glory of God is on them right there. They're, they, they grow into the clouds. I mean, they're tall. And then you're be like the cedars. You you're flourish like the palm tree and grow like the cedars of Lebanon. So if you look at the cedars of Lebanon, you plant them. They're close together. So we have to have community one way or the other. We have. That's why Game Changer Group is so important because, listen, it's just another form of community. Look, I don't need community just on Sundays or Wednesdays or even small groups, which are great. But, you know, I need community on a daily basis. I need community when I need it. You know, and we're blessed here to have 60 people close to 60. We have a lot of believers. We do a lot of things. We could go and talk to one another still. But some people quarantine in their house. Some people have smaller companies. Some people might be the only believer in their in their company. So this is an or this is a way you could tap right into. Right. A community. So grow like the cedars of Lebanon. We're close together. Then the taproot, check this out, goes into the ground and finds a source of water. I look at that as believers in finding, right, the, the Holy Spirit, finding the Word of God, finding that nutrition, right, that nourishment, that source. And here's what it does. Now check this out. There's a second root. This is why the Bible talks about growing like the cedars of Lebanon. There's a second root called the anchor root. So once the cedar grows and it puts this taproot into the source of water, here's what it does. It sends its anchor root because it doesn't want to be uprooted. It doesn't want to move because it recognizes that the source is good. Sam, have you ever, you know, the scripture that says taste and see that God is good, right? So once you taste it, I mean, here's the deal. Have you ever tasted of the world? Okay. Have you, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I mean, okay, so you tasted of the world and you tasted of God, right? Which one's better? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tasted of the world, tasted of God, and then tasted again of the world? Yeah, me too. I mean, and by the way, 
that's not just like once upon time testimony. I mean, there's times now when I taste of the world, right? Because we're, we're in this world and it's, and it's a constant grind against you. It's a constant rub. It's a constant, it's a constant battle, but taste of God. And you know, so the root, the, the cedar tree knows that the source is, is irreplaceable. It can't be replaced, right? <clears throat> and it takes its anchor root and it finds a rock. And it wraps itself around a rock. The reason it does this so that it won't move, so that it can't be moved and it won't move. And, you know, here's that's what that's how we're supposed to be as believers when we're rooted. Right. The winds are come. We're going to bend, but we won't break. Right. We're going to be we're, you know, we're going to we're going to have the, we're going to have a beauty that the world can look at, not go. Wow, that guy's good looking or wow, that girl's prettier, not a cheerleader and a football player or, or a celebrity style. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a look that that even if you are even if you are ugly, <laughs> you know, what I mean, come on, even if you don't even if you're not a model, even if you don't have it all together. Right. It's a look of the glory of God on your life. A believer is known by their fruit. Their fruit's attractive. So the palm tree is beautiful. It's resilient. Then you're going to grow like the cedars of Lebanon. So you're going to be planted into the ground. You're going to have community because you're going to be planted in, in close together. You're going to be intertwined with other believers and they're going to help be a support system. And then your root, tap root, goes into the ground. It finds a source, which is, which is the Holy Spirit. It gets nourishment. And then it wraps its anchor root around a rock, which is Jesus Christ, so that it can't be moved. That's why you go into the uh, scripture, I think, Psalms. Look up Psalms 1-1, Mike. One sec. I know it just blesses, uh, blesses the man that walks in the council, of, doesn't walk in the council of the ungodly. An IV version blesses okay. the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the ways of sinners or sit at the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now watch this. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And he'll be like a what? Oh, it goes into the next one. Hold on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Psalms 1, 2. I should have said song. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Okay, so so he planted by a river. So he's planted by a source. There's another tree in the Bible, planted, rooted, right? And its roots are by the river. Why is it by the river? There's a source of water. His leaf won't wither. Why? Because it's by the river. You know, um, you know. There's an old song that I used to, used to sing in uh, Sunday schools way back in the day. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. You know, I shall not be, I shall not be moved, but like a tree that's planted by the waters, I shall not be moved. So there's something about being rooted, right? So, so here's the thing, as we wrap this up here in the next few, you know, um, you have, we have, it's, we have to look at the fact that God has given us a root system and he's given us the ability to be rooted. And I'm going to say, you know, and I would love to hear your comments, you know, I, and I think just like yesterday, we had some really good comments. Um, I asked Sam this a minute ago, so I ask you that are listening in the group here or, you know, maybe you can comment when, you know, a, a situation where you have tried to uproot yourself, maybe, maybe not even consciously saying I'm going to uproot myself, but where you have seen the enemy trying to take your roots out, but the roots held. And I know that's a hard comment. I don't know how long that comment could be. Some of you might write novels, but it's okay. But if you have a situation where <clears throat> you've had, maybe you could do a video comment. If you're comfortable on video, just take a little video with your phone. You could say it easier and just do a video. Hey, David, you said, you know, give an example. Let me tell you, my roots are here, blah, blah, blah. And then post that video in the comments. I'd love to see them. And I know that everyone else watching would love to see them. And, you know, because here's the thing. We, the Bible says in Revelations that we're made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb, okay, 
And that's, that's, the, that's the most important, but then also the word of our testimony, meaning you're not just an overcomer to yourself by your testimony, even though David said, I encourage myself in the Lord, right? I, I encourage myself. And that's what we have to do, encourage ourselves. But also your testimony is going to help others. Remember that community, and that's a big, important thing. It's part of the rooted system, right? So here's the thing, you're a believer. It isn't just the ability to bend that keeps the palm tree, let me just get this to you, from falling. Listen to this. What is not often talked about, I want to kind of end with this, are the roots of the palm tree. We talked about roots. Let's talk about roots of the palm tree. Unlike the oak tree, right, the roots of the oak tree are so thick. I mean, you guys have seen oak trees, especially in Florida. They're so thick that they, you know, uh, they will tear apart the earth around it. Palm trees have thin roots. While they are not thick, they are bountiful. These roots everywhere, right? Grip the earth firmly. These roots, uh, you know, are just a foot or two away from the tree. So not only are they not thick and they don't tear up the earth and they kind of just grow everywhere like an earth tree or they push, push up your brick paving, you know, and there's probably a story in that as well. The, the palm tree is just a foot or two away from the tree while oak trees rely on their size. Listen to weather the storm. Okay. Palm trees work in cooperation, knowing that the number of their roots outweigh the strength of the wind. That's pretty cool. So the palm tree, it's not just working with other people. It's working with the fact that it has multiple roots. It's got multiple, multiple roots, multiple, multiple. You know, and I'm thinking when I think of that, I think of multiple scriptures, you know, multiple testimonies, you know, multiple landmarks. You know, you came through this situation. Someone posted yesterday. They came through, you know, a, can- or a couple of days ago, they were a cancer survivor, you know, uh, or an aneurysm survivor, you know, then when you, when you, when you're that, what's your scripture, what's the victory scripture there? That's a root, you know, and then, you know, your marriage got put back together. What's your scripture? That's a root, you know, you know, you, you, you were told you couldn't uh, have kids. You had one. What's the root? You came back to the Lord, you know, after, after being, you know, away from him, you know, what's your scripture? That's your root. So multiple roots, they work in tandem. I believe they support one another. There's a lot of stories inside of this. There's a, um, Ezra may know this. Um, I drive to South Tampa every week because I work on Saturdays at my family's business. Mm-hmm. And there's a palm tree. I swear, I have to guess it's probably, there's nothing on top of it. There, there's like one leaf every now and then. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not joking. It's got to be 60 or 70 feet tall. Mm. You got to imagine that thing has been growing for, you know which one I'm talking about? Have you ever seen it? Because it kind of overhangs. It's huge. It literally, it's, it's, it's just, it's a small it's not small, but it's this skinny little thing that's just growing up around the houses, mm-hmm. and it stands above everything else. It's insane to see. That's crazy. When you were talking about rooted, it made me think of that this morning because I pass it every week, and I always look at it going like, how long has that thing been growing? Mm-hmm. But it stands out. Mm. That's good. You know, there's there's so many stories. We, uh, you know, I, I, I unless, unless direction gets changed tomorrow, I want to continue this. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a little preview. And again, unless, unless the Lord changes my mind, I want to talk about, I want to pull an image I have, not now, but for tomorrow, I'll get it. I have to find it. There's a specific one of a tree um, that, that inspire you that I that somebody sent me a long time ago, and I'm going to try to find this exact one because it really was cool, um, cool image that spoke of this. Also, I want to talk a little bit, and we're going to talk about rooted some more. We're going to talk a little bit about what Jesus did to the fig tree. So we're going to talk about fruit and where fruit comes into all of this. We're going to talk about the Chinese bamboo tree. 
You know, there's uh, many of you may have heard of that. Some of you may not. Well, tomorrow we'll talk a little bit about that. So we're going to spend tomorrow. We'll talk a little more about it, kind of shift a little bit, but still keep in this vein. We'll do one more day on Rooted where we'll bring in some fruit. Um, we'll bring in, you know, we'll bring in some growth aspects of it and not just talk about the foundation, but what, what a foundation, you know, um, mixed with a new season. Here's the thing I want to encourage you coming into the day and going into the end of the year, going into 2021, coming in tomorrow when we talk about this, but listen, here's the deal. I'm doing a new thing. God's not going to leave you where you are. I mean, it's, it's just a fact. It's a fact. And then here's the thing, new norm, old norm, whatever the norm is, don't listen to the, the world, right? Because the reality is this, there's nothing new to God. He knew it ahead of time. He knew it before it was going to happen, everything. And here's the thing, no matter what the norm looks like in the world, we've never been normal. We've never been normal as believers. And what I mean by that is we've always, we've always walked in step with God and his word and his word. I mean, if there's a recession of another kind and it wasn't connected to a pandemic, or if there's a situation, you know, where, where there was chaos going on in another way years ago, and it was always that you walked by faith, not by sight. So I want to encourage you that God's doing a new thing. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And, uh, listen, make sure you invite someone into the group. We'd love to have them. This is the way they could see this, uh, this podcast. I'm hoping it's helping you, uh, Monday through Friday. Also, um, you know, if you are, uh, make sure you subscribe to Spotify or Apple or Google podcast, and you can listen to this, uh, anytime. Appreciate it. How you guys, you guys ready for a good day? Yeah, buddy. All I right, have to man. say we're only on day three of this, but I have to say doing these in the morning is actually a great start. Honestly, it gets I, me, I walk out of the studio and I'm like, all right, let's get to it. I agree. And we both had that idea. So that was, that was interesting. We did a meeting um, to, to how to better bring. We sat, we content. literally sat down and Dave's like, I think we need to do it. We need to do this. And I literally turned around and showed him my notes and he's like, boom, there we you go. It. There you go. All right, guys. Hey, have a great day. Game changers. We'll see you guys tomorrow.